That's it. That's it. Hit the theme music. That was so bad, it gave me chest palpitations. It was great. Gabriel, that's not that. I think that's health. <laughs> okay, that could be my, my poor health. I just had a burger. That could be. Welcome, dear. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's like sitting pretty heavily in me right now. It's like, it's yeah. in that deep, like, chesty kind of like, ugh. Speaking I need to of eat chesty. What? Go ahead. Finish that thought. Tell me Watchmen. Because <laughs> it plays it really close to the chest. Welcome, dear listener readers, to uh, Slow Readers. Slow Readers! America's Fast Paced Literature Podcast in a crossover episode because, uh, <laughs> what noise is what that? What was that noise? Guess? Did you just- Guess? Was that you? Did you just loudly what? drink something? We just heard a weird, like, la- Oh my god, I had a sip of water, but I didn't, I didn't even hear myself <laughs> was that drink that was? it. <laughs> That was it was such a loud sup wow. of water it yeah. gave both me and Gabe. Wait, Gabe's you guys actually you're the second person to tell me that and it's only when I'm wearing these exact <laughs> headphones that it happens. Mm. Mm, I exposed myself slurp- with a drink you of drink water. water <laughs> you slurp loudly? No, okay. I don't. Okay. It was that was a swallow. That was me swallowing. That was okay, just my throat. I- I don't I know. I believe you. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's cool. That's uh, cool, man. Well, <laughs> speaking of which, guest, yeah. what this is a crossover with what show that you're a part of? Tick tock. Tick tock. Tick tock. Tick tock. Watchmen, baby. Woo! Watchmen on the clock. It's a crossover with our other show. Watchmen on the Clock, a HBO Watchmen recap show. Yes. Uh, uh. Right, right now, all nine episodes of this show are available everywhere you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're basically, the three of us, we'll introduce ourselves in a moment, uh, talk about the nine episodes of this first ep- season, question mark? Question mark? Uh, a season of uh, the HBO show Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, which is all available right now, whatever. Um, whatever. Which is really exciting. Now to introduce both the slow readers slash Watchmen on the Clock team. Hey. <clears throat> Gabriel, who and what are you? Hello, everyone. My name is Gabe Mara, a comedian every now and again. I'm a writer and a podcast producer. And if you hunt me down the dead of the night, you might find me spinning a bottle in my hands. Because mm. also I tend the bar. Co-host, who are you? Uh, n- to, next to you. Next we're to all me. co-hosts here. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I am Daniel Gonzalez. Gonzalez, Gonzalez. America's Gonzalez. favorite ooh, audio ooh, producer, ooh. editor, Writer and an author. Of note. And with us, joining us from the other side of the fucking country. In oh, Villanova insane. University. I Identify yourself. Uh, Cack Attack is back, everyone. Hey, how's it going? Um, hey, guys. Katie commits. At it again. Villanova <laughs> yeah. student. Uh, live around Philly area, whatnot. You know, on the um, less warm coast, <laughs> per se, this yeah. time well, of we'll year. S- Theoretically. We'll, we'll see about that. Gabriel was actually just there for the holidays. Yeah, me and Katie had lunch. Yes, yeah, it was and- nice. How warm or cold was it? It was weirdly, because it's always so cold there, and it was like 45, it felt amazingly warm. Yes, it Because was it's normally warm. so hot here, it's 50 and I feel cold. Yeah. Yes. Fucking sucks, huh? It's a strange thing. Yeah, yeah. well, now that you're gone, now it's like raining and really fucking cold out, and it sucks. All of Pennsylvania is you crying left... now that I'm gone. Yeah, it's mm. what it is. It's what it is. Now, mm-hmm. you took the warm weather with you, and we're like, well, all right. <laughs> Well, time to settle in, groundhog style. Uh, all right, you bunch of fucking dorks. That's us. We have a fucking book to talk about. How dare you all? We do. We have a fucking graphic novel to talk about. Correct. Which is basically where uh, our show, our slow readers, Sarsha? a literary- Sarsha I keep forgetting this. 
All right, we're not gonna get not yet. All right, guys. Where okay, no, that's that's, that's our next podcast. We're covering all of our movies. It's called the Sir Show Ronin. <laughs> I will Sir watch Sher- it. Let's do it right now. Okay. The this Sher- is Shonen? the announcement. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, this is where uh, the Slow Readers, a literary show, uh, converges with Watchmen, a show about Watchmen. Show about Watchmen. With the comic book, a.k.a. graphic novel, Watchmen. By Dave Gibbons and Alan Moore. And Alan Moore, uh, yeah. a.k.a. Alan, Alan Smithy. Huh? Yeah, no, that, that's our joke for uh, for the Watchmen TV show because Alan Moore lends his name to nothing. Um, <laughs> let's, the TV, um, oh, well, the adaptations, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The adaptation of Watchmen, the TV show, by Dave, Dave Gibbons, Gibbons yeah, and no one else. It was so good. It was so fun, except for the well, last episode, yeah. which really <laughs> fucked it all over. But it's fine. we should. I don't think we should spoil um the Watchmen TV show on this very podcast That's because true. there are listeners of slow readers who may not be following the Watchmen TV show. True. We should. I mean, we the should whole pro- thing was yeah. really great, and you should all watch it. Yay! Yeah. Yay! <laughs> well, I, I would say watch it with hesitation, but mm-hmm. Gabriel and. Right. Cack Attack. Yes. KDK. KDZ, guys. That's me. Let, let me tell you, before we start fully talking about the graphic novel Watchmen, which was, by the way, first published in two, uh, 1986. Yes. Uh, and was published in graphic novel form in 1987 hmm. by DC. The year we were born. The year we were born. And we were also born Aww. by DC. Yes, true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about the famous writer... You know, I feel bad right now. I did all this research in Alamore. I did nothing on Dave, Dave Gibbons. Gibbons. <laughs> oh, oh, hey. Sorry, Dave. He's just hey. thrown away. He just doesn't matter. <laughs> Nobody sorry, cares. <laughs> hey, I tell you what. Well, not to get too far ahead. Dave Gibbons made probably millions because his name is on the 2009 Watchmen movie yeah. and this HBO show. Yeah. Uh, and a certain Alamore made nothing because he refuses to be associated with his adaptations. Hey, at least he has his principles. Yeah. Well, uh, yes, yeah. that's a very interesting. Let's start there. Uh, Cack attack. Yeah. Um, for first off, uh, I know because again, also we should say that for Watchmen on the clock, uh, the three of us, and TikTok. it's kind of like, m- like mood at this point, of course, on <laughs> TikTok exactly. Uh, we have like the kind of different kind of under- levels of understanding of like the Watchmen universe. Gabriel is the expert. You yeah. read the Watchmen comic pretty regularly, and I know you know some things about the yeah um, before Watchmen series and Doomsday Clock that which we I still fucking forgot about. Yep. Uh. <laughs> Katie, mm-hmm. you know nothing about. You didn't know that there was a movie, let alone like a source material. Yeah, no, I had no idea. I'm like, oh, like, HBO new HBO show. Oh, how about it? Let's get it. It's like this is great. And uh, we're just yeah. like, hey, this is kind of like a sequel. And you're like, what? <laughs> you're like, hey, this has kind of been there was for a like book? thirty years plus. <laughs> yeah, thirty two yeah. years. Oh, and, I was uh, but, yeah, something like yeah, thirty. Yeah, yeah, thirty two. You don't know well, how old we are, Katie. Thirty three. No, yeah. Of course I do. What are you talking about? And but uh but speaking of being thirty two or thirty three years old, um, Alan Moore's forever wow. that age. Yeah, he is yes. forever that. No, he's fucking, because he's a wizard. He's old and he's also a retired. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> that is a that is a solid Hagrid. That was, that was a great Thank Hagrid. You. I've been yeah. spending a lot of time alone recently. Some things will just pop out of nowhere <laughs> with your voices. I've attached. always thought Katie be the next Robbie Coltrane. Uh, yo, Thanks. speaking of Hagrid, uh, it's been described in my research that his physical appearance, since he's always had long hair, has been uh, a cross between, he's been called by his friends, uh, a mix between Hagrid and Danny from With Nail and I. Sure. Yeah. I don't understand the second reference. Yeah, I know yeah, With Nail and I. Don't I, know what that is. I, I feel it. like I've seen the first 20 minutes, but I was drunk, which I think is the way you're supposed to see it. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but no, speaking of which, uh, in terms of his, like, because he had, all right. 
Uh, no, let's actually start from the top. Let's not start with the movie adaptations because that's kind of at the end. Yeah. Uh, Alan Moore was born in 1953 in England. He spent most of his li- uh, life in his uh, hometown, Northampton. Okay, mm. Northamptonshire. I don't know how English sure. places work, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, he was born there, and like, essentially, he moved back essentially because he hates being a celebrity. Sure. Um, but he is probably regarded as the greatest and most well-known and awarded comics writer in history. Probably. That's probably accurate. Like, that's Woo-hoo. not an exaggeration. No, that's really, really true. The most revered comics writer in probably all of the medium's history. It's like him. It's, it's, it's Will Eisner. And him. It's like Jack Kirby, Stan Lee, and then like... Like Tezuka. And yeah, oh yeah, him too. But like Alan Moore is kind of... I, I well, Yeah, like Gabriel, you kind of understand the comic genre a little bit more. This is more your thing. Sure. Like, how does he fit within all these guys? No, he's definitely... I mean, like some of the others, like for example, like Stan Lee and co. I mean, they have a little bit more like time and bearing. Mm-hmm. But if, if there was a Route Rushmore of like, like comics creators... Um, Alan Moore would definitely be up there, even if he's not necessarily like a creator. He was always a for hire like writer. Yeah, well, and a creator. He, cre- yeah. Yeah, he created Watchmen, but then again, those came from other <clears throat> DC characters. Well, he's also created uh, several other things. Uh, Katie, I think a lot Miracle of this. Miracle Man. Oh, I think a lot of this is going to be uh, new to you because uh, I don't know. Do you know anything cool. about Alan I get Moore? To learn really? Things. About what? Yeah. <laughs> Alan Moore. <laughs> yeah. No, I have no idea except for this this book. This Except graphic this book? All right. novel. Well, <clears throat> no, yeah. it's real. Specifically, that's what it's called. Yes. Time included on their list. Uh, so but no, me. some of the things that he's... Yeah, some of the things that he's known for, like some of them, he's worked on a lot of different things. Yeah. Uh, he's he, he's worked on slash created Watchmen, V for Vendetta, From Hell, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Lost Girls, Swamp Thing, specifically the 80s. He did uh, not create Swamp series. Thing. Yeah, he, he, he didn't create Swamp Things, but he worked on yeah, the he, 80s, kind of revived. Yeah, on written. the most like legendary run of it, yeah. much like Marvel Man. He's also like the most like acclaimed writer of it. Yeah, that was also where he won his first Jack Kirby Award. Mm. Um, Batman the Killing Joke. Yep. Uh, Superman, Whatever Happened to the Man of Tomorrow. Good one. Promethea, and a fuck ton of other things. Um, he's worked for DC, working with characters as well known as again Batman and Superman. Yep. And he's also created like literal like Tijuana Bibles and like little shitty yeah. the cartoons. So here's something interesting about how he came up. Uh, North sing a- it, Daniel. Northampton. No, <laughs> I will rap it. <laughs> I meant like sing it, and, like like tell us, okay. preach it. <laughs> was, not, not literally sing it. I will rap it. Or f- rap it. That's no, fine. Not now. Let's drop a beat. But uh, drop a beat. Oh, I can't. Ah, you can't do it either. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Go on. But uh, no, his hometown of Northampton uh, is basically like a blue collar town. It's poor, uh, shitty facilities, um, very bad literacy rate. Um, he's been a voracious reader. He kind of describes himself as omnivorous uh, because like he's read everything since the age of five. Um, he was expelled in high school for, uh, as he calls it, being the world's most inept LSD dealer. Oh, okay. um, what? And, and his, uh, yeah, strap in. Uh, <laughs> he's uh, his uh, the head of, was it like the school headmaster? Essentially, like like telephoned all these other like edu- like uh, academia institutions that he was applying to, and basically said, "Hey, he's no good. He's a bad influence. He'll ruin all these other kids." And basically, so like Alan Moore had nowhere to go after uh, whatever England calls high school, um, college, call it, yeah, they call it college. No high school, oh, yeah, high school they call it college, right? Yes. What's the what do they call it? middle school? Middle um, school, second, the, second form. High? It's like second something like yeah, junior I high. I don't know. We I also... watch I watch Blinded by the Light on an airplane. Blinded by the light. Nice. 
Uh, Solid. <laughs> speaking of which, uh, so yeah, he got married, uh, started working some shitty jobs, worked for a gas company, but hated it. So he got into comics, basically. A lot of authors just like work for gas companies. Yeah, well, that, I, it used to be a job. I don't know. I guess so. It used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's still around anymore, just not as many. Um, but basically, yeah, he was working his own fan side uh, called Embryo since he was a teenager. Uh, he had his shit published in like other people's zines. Um, his first, uh, he, he was initially published as an illustrator for the um, British music journalist uh, magazine Enemy. Sure. Um, and he the had new his, Music Express. He had his first uh, fiction piece published in another British music magazine called, I think it's just called like Music or Sounds. I'm sorry, Sounds. That, it's a uh, terrible name for a publication. It is. It's terrible. Um, but yeah, also they were published under pseudonyms such as Kurt Vile. Yeah. Sure. He was yeah. very young. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's also a real guy. <laughs> he uh he apprenticed. Yeah, it's like a play in his name where Kurt is like the actual word Kurt and then Vile being like Oh, Vile. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It's hard to yeah. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Uh, but basically like his first like major publication was uh working for 2000 AD, the famous science fiction magazine. Um he basically was submitting like scripts for Judge Dredd. Uh, that the editor was like, no, we have a writer. We don't need any more writers. But his reaction to uh, Alan Moore's scripts was, this guy's really fucking good. That's a quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so Grant was like, hey, try writing for this other series called Future Shocks. And he like eventually started writing for that. Um, apparently, which is also like a really nice like like starter thing for other people, including Grant Morrison also yeah, wrote hey. for Future Shocks. And like some other people who listen to him I didn't recognize. Yeah, all I know about 2000 AD is all the references to yeah. it from Spaced. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, they are going to say Judge Dredd. Well, and Judge Dredd. Okay. That's the only thing I've, I've ever consumed. Okay. Uh, but basically, yeah. So, like, his first huge success out of all, like, his quote-unquote, like, legendary, like, greatest hits of comics is V from Vendetta, which, um, unlike Watchmen, uh, V from Vendetta and From Hell specifically, like, took years to come out. Like, hmm. it, like V from Vendetta really? was, like, it, yeah. I don't, I didn't actually know this. I don't know if you knew this, Gabriel. Uh, v for Vendetta was published uh, like individ- individual issues from like eighty two to eighty nine. From Hell was something like like nineteen ninety to like nineteen ninety eight, roughly. I, I might oh, wow. those numbers. Watchmen though came out in eighty six though. Yeah, that was tight. Yeah, which is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, I, still... I don't know. Maybe that's the difference between working for DC. That's Katie. I can't believe he did V for Vendetta. I not, like the not only like mm. I mean like Have I, you seen I that can movie? believe it. Yeah, it's really good. I need to watch. Mm. I haven't seen it in like years, so I need to watch it kind of now as an adult. But like, um, yeah. I just, uh, I you would think I would know his name because of that. You know what I mean? Well, actually, well, not oh, to get too far ahead, that. is that again, uh, <laughs> Alan Moore infamously hates his the film adaptations oh, of his works. Right. So his name so, was not on it. So yeah, that starting true. with starting with V from Vendetta, ironically, um, that is the, that is the first of his adaptations that didn't carry his name. Uh, although the previous two movies, which were colossal failures, critic like creatively and also commercially, has his name on him. But and well, V for Vendetta, V for Vendetta, as much as everyone was like really falling in love with that movie at the time, Alan Moore was the grumpy kid in the corner who was like, <laughs> "Fuck them and fuck my that stupid movie." Yeah, like he took his ball and went way all the way home. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So uh, after Watchmen came out uh, in, as a graphic novel in '87, it became like an overnight success. And uh, very quickly, Moore was a, a celebrity, and then also like became a recluse immediately afterwards because he's like, I hate being in the spotlight. 
he won basically multiple Jack Kirby awards. He won all the awards. Uh, Watchmen specifically, and this is definitely where it crosses over with the, uh, I mean, we've done comics before, so it's not that much of a big deal. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, Watchmen is the only graphic novel to be included in Time's 100 Best Novels from 1923 to the present list. Sorry, Woo! Will Eisner. So kind of a big fucking, yeah, fuck you, Eisner. And <laughs> the other jerks. Should have Hellboy though. Hellboy yeah, or Spiegelman, Mouse. Why is Mouse not on Mouse? Mouse uh, yeah, that's actually a good That's point. kind of weird. Yeah. Katie, have you read Mouse? No. Do you know what Mouse is? No. You'd you'd like it. It's very sad. It's very, very sad. Aww. It's very it's very cool. But it's like I love yeah, how you no. said you'd like it, it's sad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's spelled M A U S. Yeah, like German mouse. Um it's a uh, long story mouse. short, it's it's Art Spiegel the story of Art Spiegelman, the guy who actually wrote the book, interviewing his father about his experiences uh basically surviving the Holocaust and being in Auschwitz. Uh, while oh. all like the different, well, it's also juxtaposed with him actually talking to his dad in present or present time back then. Uh, naturally, what the fuck's weird sure. way to put it? And also, every all, all the different like nationalities are to be are depicted as animals. Like for example, all the Jews are uh, mice. The the Germans are cats. Americans oh. are dogs. French are frogs. French are frogs. Ah, oh, that's and interesting. It, that's really as far as it goes. Yeah, that's, I know. A, that's about yeah. that's the whole zoo. There's like some others, but like you don't really see them as much. Yeah, but it's amazing, like Titanic work of like creation. Yeah, it's it's like I'm, you know, now that Gabriel mentioned it, I'm surprised that that hasn't been on it because it is like you'll read this, Katie, and it's like yeah, the I great, think it won, like the Pulitzer, it's like the or best thing you'll ever read in your life. All right. Shit. So, okay. So moving on to some of the more uh, interesting things, let's say that's not true. He has a long list. It, I, I, we could we could talk about yeah, him. Yeah, he's a he's a strange guy that people have researched. Yes. Uh, so the earliest film adaptations of his works were From Hell and League and The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Both were massive failures. They did not do well. Everybody hated them. If you read the comics. Those movies fucking suck even more. Uh -huh. uh, I can't stress enough, especially because like both of those are actually my favorite Alan Moore comics. Mm. Um, but uh, basically, like especially Alan Moore was involved with a lawsuit over the creation of *Leaving and Shorty Gentlemen*, where somebody was uh, sued the filmmakers of that at, because like, claiming that they stole like his property from the script that he wrote. And then the filmmakers had to bring in Alan Moore, who came up with the source material like years and years ago, to say like, no, he created it. But Alan Moore had to be on trial while the uh, what do you call it? The plaintiff lawyers were essentially accusing him of somehow retroactively creating something so that the film studio can steal from this other guy's script. Moore basically described it as like this demoralizing, depressing experience, and as basically said, it's like he hated it so much. On top of that, I can't stress enough, it's a very bad movie. Yeah, I've never even uh, seen it. It looks hilariously seen, awful. Have you seen From Hell? No. Also bad. Yeah, I've never wanted to. Uh, I'm, yeah, Katie, I have you? Does, doesn't like Heather Graham try see. British accent in that? Yeah, they're not, they're not, they're not good. I mean, I honestly, you should like the Extraordinary Gentleman, especially, is kind of like so bad. It's kind of fun. Like it really is. <laughs> Fucking uh, uh uh who's um Alan Quartermain in that? I'm Sean sorry. Connery. Sean Connery is in it. Sean in, Connery. In one of the movies that made him quit movies. Yeah, is uh, that bad? Yeah, his delivery. <laughs> Everyone's oh my deliveries. god, that's a big deal. <laughs> something, something almost crushes him, and he goes, "That was naughty." Like it's, it is. <laughs> oh my peak god. Fucking Connery. All right. So moving on, like yeah, two thousand five's V from Vendetta and two thousand nine's Watchmen films uh, were actually very successful and like critically well received for the most yeah. part. I, I think even Watchmen. Yeah, both um, were accepted with a uh, with a pleasant nod. Yeah, well, I think V from Vendetta is actually very well received. V for, yeah, twenty two thousand five's V from Vendetta, which is done by fuck uh, John McTeague and produced by the Wachowskis. Um, 
that was like that's very well known i mean it's something that like uh, katie even if you yeah no you have seen it but like you can tell like it's kind of like seeped into pop culture Mm -hmm. uh but definitely is yeah more alan moore specifically has said he wants nothing to do with them he has not received any money from those movies and future things including this watchman uh hbo show and he's turned down millions of dollars by basically keeping his name off of their properties he's also He's also claimed not to have seen them, even though he is frequently uh, critiquing the themes of the V Vendetta movie. Okay. Uh, oh, man. Do you remember that scene where this is? <laughs> I've never seen it, though. <laughs> like, He's like, these fucking assholes don't even know what British people eat. They ask for eggies in a basket. We don't eat that. Also, I haven't seen this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's a bad okay. liar. Moving on. I'm sorry. I'm going to go through these tropes as quickly as I possibly can because I feel like I'm going on forever. Again, we could talk a long time just about him. Uh, He's a vegetarian. He and his first wife, Phyllis, had a mutual lover named Deborah. Phyllis and Deborah left Alan Moore in 1990, taking the two daughters that he had with uh, Phyllis. Oh, shit. Yeah. Which is fucking sad. Like, for a while, he had, like, this, like, hippy-dippy-ish kind of, like, like, you know, uh, polygamous. Yeah. uh, Polyamorous. Polyamorous. Yeah, he wasn't married to both of them. Yeah. Uh, And then... All the women left him and took his children. Um, that's a sitcom. That's that's pretty harsh. Um, yeah. And here's something fun: uh, is that his titles are a comics writer, a novelist, a short story writer, an avant-garde artist, musician, cartoonist, a cultist, ceremonial magician, and an anarchist. Oh. no wizard. What's that? Yo, no wizard. And also kind of a wizard. Well, sure. I, technically, that was that. That's the crude way of saying uh, what a ceremonial magician. <laughs> um, speaking of which, at ceremonial. forty, he announced. Yeah, weird at, way at, to put magician. Specifically, and it's something. It's a huge subject that's kind of hard to put down because, like, it's you have to like get what the fuck he's talking about. But it is a thing. <laughs> also, other comics artists such as like Grant Morrison and I think Ennis are also like practicing. They're magicians. all part of the Illuminati. It's yeah. fine. The it's comics true. Illuminati. Yeah. yeah. Um, at 40, Alan Moore announced announced that he's become a ceremonial magician. In, uh, he's been influenced by the uh, teachings and writings of... Uh, no, I'm sorry. He was influenced by the writing and research he did into free, uh, free ma- Freemasonic uh, ceremonies and magic, which were depicted in his uh, graphic novel From Hell. Uh, M- Moore essentially associates magic and writing as kind of like being like sisters to one another. Sure. He has like this whole thing about like how like you project into like this like infinite pool of like free will. Yeah, that's what Elizabeth uh, Gilbert teaches. Yeah, that thing. I guess so. Probably. Big magic. Does she? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know what big magic. That's what about. big magic's about. Is it? Pretty much. Right. Cool. You tap into the universe and tell a story. Yes, so Alan Moore and Elizabeth Gilbert, both magicians. Yeah. So uh, Elizabeth Gilbert, writer of uh, uh, E Pray Love. E Pray Love and Coyote uh, 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 Ugly. Yeah, Coyote Ugly. Uh, magician, wizard. Um, okay. Cool. Uh, he's also taken from the less, uh, from the writings and uh, religion of Aleister Crowley, the religion called Th- Thelema. Thel- mm. Thelema? Gabriel, uh, you know Matt. You like black magic. What's it called? I love black magic, but I don't I know. Love that. I love black magic I, too. I, I, no. Yeah. You all know I'm, I'm only a dabbler. Alison Crowley's Thelema. Alistair Crowley? Uh, Alistair. Which is basically about that thing I just kind of said about sure. like, the connection of like true will and like uh, pantheistic universe, or whatever. Uh, um, Alan Moore's primary deity is the ancient Roman snake god Glycan. I think it's it's either that or Glycan if you pronounce sure. it. Sure. Is, is that on his um, character sheet? Yeah, it's a, he wrote a, uh, an entire D&D character sheet. Yeah, exactly. Gave himself uh, like a 15 in intelligence. <laughs> Glycan <laughs> is pretty much wa- widely regarded or known to be a hoax. It's an infamous like hoax. To kind oh of, my like, God. Things. His God is a hoax? Uh, which kind of makes Moore's worship of him like more 
poignant and ceremonial than it is like an actual like worshiping and belief of a god. Sure. Like it kind of speaks to kind of his understanding of, again, magic and his like kind of interesting philosophical judo christian kind of un- like hey i bet he's buddies universe. with neil gaiman neil gaiman to be like well if, if, if elmore <laughs> believes in that god then that god is real speaking of which final point okay he's also a friend of writer neil gaiman hey i wasn't even looking at your notes whom he once called neil scary trousers gaiman <laughs> due to his due to his reaction uh due to his reaction uh of him reading the script to from hell so <laughs> sure. So yeah, Neil Gaiman, uh, in, uh, infamous, uh, legendary uh, comics writer of Sandman and Sandman, and he's also done like uh, American Gods, yeah, and the other ones. Make him the um, cutest that I've ever seen. Very uh, <laughs> give him two lips like roses and clover. <laughs> and tell him that his lonesome nights are over. Go on, Daniel. Right. No, no. <laughs> I was going to say, like, that's that's basically, I just want to say that, like, yeah, no, like, Neil Gaiman and all those, like, quote-unquote, like, great writers nowadays, like, kind of, like, owe their careers to, yeah, like, If you're Alan a Moore, comics you writer, know? like, today, this it's literally impossible you have not been influenced by the man. Yeah. It's, uh, like, right now, it's, like, the grandchildren of Alan Moore than it is, yeah. like, uh, the children of Alan Moore at this point. Like, he's already seeped into, like, the DNA of comics at this point. Yeah, pretty much. Shit. So. That, so that's a basically a long way to kind of t- talk about Alan Moore. I'm sorry that went on for so long. He's, uh, a, he's a wild guy. He's a wild guy. He's so fucking interesting. He's a, he's a spicy boy. He's a spicy, spicy boy. Spicy so boy. Gonna, spicy boy. So that said, let's move on to uh, comics. This thing called Watchmen done by Dave Gibbons and Alan Smith. And no one else. Yes, no one else. <clears throat> so no, first off. Alan Moore and no one else. <laughs> no, Dave Gibbons and Dave no Gibbons, one else. Dave Gibbons. Dave Gibbons. A guy who I forgot to look at too. No, like, that's what, that's why that's so funny. <laughs> All right, that's very uh, funny actually. So, Katie. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, so I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn the spotlight on you, right? Oh, thank God, I've been waiting. Because, because <laughs> me and Gabriel have been reading, or like probably read Watchmen the first time when we were teens, probably, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And so you have not known. You're you're not familiar with Watchmen. It's kind of strange that you're going into this comic for the first time. Mm-hmm. Having, having seen, seen the, the sequel TV the sequel, show, which kind of yes, which I'm not gonna yeah. front. I know you guys mentioned it, but it never like actually like clicked into my memory. But um, okay. <laughs> the fact that the show is a sequel, I was basically piecing it all together from the show. So I was like, sure. oh, this wait, is wait, wait, the wait, wait, prequel. Katie, <laughs> Katie, Katie, yes, please tell the listeners your story that you told me of how you got your copy of the book. <gasps> yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wait. First first question is needs to go to Daniel before I go any further. Daniel, did okay. you gift me this book at some point in our friendship? Did I? I don't I personally don't recall it, but I, I need did? to make sure I before I, anything happens. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I had like a lot of. Uh, that sounds like something we would do. Yeah. Well, but at the same because time, because you once gave me notebooks, and I have them right here next to my bed for me to write in. By way, yeah. Probably, I probably gave. Wait, is your story basically saying it's like, like I gave you? Oh no, no. A copy? Are you ready? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Okay. There's more okay, to okay. it. Oh, okay. No, no. I'll d- start it. Wasn't me. Right yeah. Because also, okay. I do not recall giving Katie a copy of Watchmen. Gabe, you definitely okay. did not. So this is what I mean. I have, and you two are the like. I've never even heard of this thing before, right? Okay. Here's the story, everybody. Okay. I didn't know about Watchmen existing until 
Gabe and Daniel texted me, hey, HBO has this new show. You want to do the podcast with us and watch <laughs> it? And I'm like, hell yeah, I get to keep up with pop culture and have an excuse for it. Fantastic. So anyway, we go through this whole thing and I like read the book and I'm like, okay, I come home for winter break and I'm needing to like go buy it in the next like two days. And I walk upstairs and this is like two days, three days before Christmas. I walk mm-hmm. upstairs and I go, like pass like my, the office and in my office there's like this bookshelf of me, not too many of my books, but mostly my parents' books. And they're there and I like I'm walking past and then I stop, something catches the corner of my eye. I look left <laughs> and what's there just happened to be in one of the piles which is perfectly aligned with my eyesight is Watchmen, the freaking oh. graphic novel. And I was like, that's in. Oh, my God. Does my mom, does my mom know that I need to read this book and she got this for me as a present but forgot <laughs> that it's in there and didn't wrap it yet? So I'm here oh. thinking, like, totally convinced this is the only thing that makes sense. Nobody's given this to me. I've never seen this book before in my life because I didn't even <laughs> know it existed until you, on the podcast and you said, by the way, this is based on a book. So I'm like, okay, cool. I wait until after Christmas. I open my presents. It's not there. It's still in the office. I later ask my mom upstairs, hey, did you happen to get this and forget about this? And she goes, I've never seen that in my life. And I'm like, (laughs) what? And then I go to my dad and I'm like, dad, what the hell is this? And he goes, I've never seen that in my life. And I'm like, what do you mean? You've never, it was right, I was, it was there. It was waiting for me to walk by and see. And they're like, Katie, you must, someone's like had to have given that to you. I've never seen it before. And I'm like, I've never seen it before either. I don't understand. And so magically I own the book now out of nowhere. You know what, Katie? Yeah. I have a similar story. Oh my god, is it with Watchmen? Is is there like an angel giving us this well, book? <laughs> let me well, let me tell you. I think that is might be the Alan case. Is it Alan Moore's magic? Maybe it's him. I, I think so. No, it might be because again, wizard. Um, exactly. So like I, like several years ago, uh, like again, I was moving back and forth between like Brooklyn and Pennsylvania and whatnot. Um, I don't remember the last time I purchased a copy of Watchmen. As far as I know, I didn't. Like I must have like I think I got a gift of one. A while ago, which I don't think I owned one when I was reading it the first time I was a teenager, right? Okay. But, uh, like, several years ago, like, I've always known that I've had a copy of Watchmen. But I feel like at some point, I was cl- I was organizing my bookshelves, which I hadn't done in a while. Mm-hmm. And I was putting them together. I realized that I had two copies of Watchmen. <laughs> what? And again, like, I don't remember. I think somebody gifted me. Somebody got me a copy of of one. I think it was, might have been Gabriel or something like that. Even. I don't think so. Or maybe somebody. <laughs> like, could have been. But like, at some point, I was like, I have two copies of And I was like, where did <laughs> I get the second copy of Watchmen? Like, I have no idea when it came out. So like, basically, yeah. I have one here. It's the same one that was from the East Coast. But uh-huh. there is another copy that I own of Watchmen on the East Coast. Okay, well, was one of them a hardback cover? No. You have a hardback? All cover? right, so this is, yeah, it's hard. It's a hardback cover. So this oh, is definitely not from you. No. That's wild. Yeah. Holy hey, Katie, shit. Um, what's the cover art on, on the hardcover? What's the cover it... art? Yes. Um, It's, uh, I, I don't know what other art looks like, but is it the, Is it the eye with the, with the, no, no, with no, the no. splash so across it's, it? Uh, no, it's a clock. It's, so it's like everyone is on this cover, basically. It's like oh, Watchmen okay. is vertical on the left-hand yeah. side. Then you have the clock. You have John. We have Owl. Uh, the uh, Owl guy. Yeah, Owl, Owl guy. Dan Dryber. You have Owl. Light, Silk. Um, uh, Blake. Um, the, the bad yes. guy who's not Lori, really. Yeah. Yeah. 
As they're all Indies. there, and and okay. and, Rorsch- right, cool. and Rorschach's there too. Wild. Right. That's it's cool. the whole gang. Yeah. All right. Like, can you believe this? It was because like not only was it just like in my house, like guys, it was, it was perfectly, perfectly like, aligned. I'm five foot one. Yeah. It was perfectly aligned with my eye view, and there was books stacked on top of it, so it was like it was placed there. <laughs> Mm. I am not magic. over it. I lost my shit, and I'm like, thank you, fairies. That's all I have to say. <laughs> uh, Katie, mm-hmm. excellent story. I've thank yeah, you. that's crazy. I think that we all, I think that we all secretly own an additional copy of Watchmen yeah. somewhere on our persons. Um, it's just, it just, it's in our possession. I don't know how Holy it, shit. it happens. But yeah, like yeah. maybe everyone just secretly has this book. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like it's- Hiding but in I, your I, bookshelf. It's like a Hogwarts letter. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. I'm looking for my, like, you're a superhero letter, but I haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> okay. But Katie. Yes. Now that we've had that great story about mm-hmm. how you happen to magically own a copy, <laughs> tell us. Yes. How was reading Watchmen by Dave Gibbons and nobody else? Should we briefly tell <laughs> listeners what this book's about? No. Yeah. In the off chance they've never read it? All right, no, fine. I'll nah, that basically. Nah, let's yeah, just, let's just make them that. read it instead. If you haven't uh, read it, I'm not explaining it to you, and you need to go find out for yourself. Well, <laughs> I tell you what, Gabriel, if you want to, instead of going through like everything that happens yes. in this and whatnot, because obviously there's like some plot twists and sure. we'll get into it later on, but Gabriel, give us a give us a synopsis. I'll give you as fast yeah. as possible I can conceive of. Um, in the mid '80s, on the brink of nuclear war, mm. um, in a world where um costume adventures and superheroes existed and one legitimate superhero existed, um, a government op superhero is murdered mysteriously, and across a web of mystery, trying people trying to find out who killed the comedian, the superhero, and we get drawn into a much larger, more insidious conspiracy. That will put the whole world in balance as we go into the lives and individual stories and perspectives of all these former superheroes who have now retired in the 80s. Bingo! Shit, that was so good. How are you so good at... I think that's your superpower, Gabe. That's, any man, that's superpower it? I gen- okay, no, no, no. That's not it. That's just your main superpower. I will take it. You also make shoot. fantastic alcoholic beverages. Thanks, <laughs> man. Yeah. I'd rather shoot lasers I'll take that. Hands. I'd rather have super speed. Uh, so Katie, yes. Now we know roughly what Watchmen's about. This, yes. this, this quote-unquote literature. Uh, tell us how was it uh, reading Watchmen for the very first time? Um, it was really awesome. Like I said, I've never read any comic book before, graphic novel, and nothing like At that. At all, ever? No, ever, never. Um, what about Archie? <laughs> I mean, I've seen it in the paper, but I've never like. Red, what about, like, what about Garfield? Yeah, you, you went from Garfield to Watchmen. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, well, that's interesting. All yeah, right. and so also like I finished it in three days, which I'm, um, I'm made for this podcast. I am the slowest fucking reader on the uh-huh. planet, and so um, I like was able to really go through. It's probably just because like I understood the characters and stuff and knew it, but I was just like mm-hmm. I, I just sat down and read it for hours. I loved it, and that I just. Like I said, yeah, I don't know. I've never gotten into it before, and so I didn't really know what to expect. And it's mm-hmm. like a movie with words. <laughs> great. <laughs> great to pick. Great to pick. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's like, and I love movies, so it was perfect. Um. So with that, I would like to point out small things that I really appreciate. <laughs> Go for it. This is why we're doing it. Yeah, let's do um. It. My favorite part of the whole book was like the little in between parts when it's at the newspaper, and not the not the <laughs> newspaper stand, which is like really depressing and really real, and which is cool, <laughs> and great. 
but yeah. but the two um, Bernies. But the yeah, yeah yeah the ones like who were writing the paper and on the like you're like it's this super like emotional like ending with the story and then you end it with <laughs> the guy comes back and he goes I have the book in hand so I'm gonna read it he goes oh so you finally came back what did you go on the Dimension X for him huh and he goes uh-huh. Seymour Christ I don't know three million New Yorkers died and you weren't one of them. <laughs> oh yeah that was a good one you're like oh my god he's just so funny um i just love humor like that i think i found it a lot funnier than it was written for but um between between loving that and loving fleabag you should you should watch more british com like adult comedies there's it's so vulgar and dark i kind of love it i just like ease myself into it but i like it but anyway we'll um, have a conversation about that katie in the future but go ahead yes yes we will um but anyway i thought it was really cool I didn't think it was too cheesy for the most part. I always expect these kind of things to be pretty cheesy. Um, That's fair. You know what I mean? Just in general. Well, of all well, superhero actually, um, stories. Yeah, I was, was going to say, yeah, is that how you, like, are you at all like a superhero fan? Oh, speaking of which, yeah. tell the slow readers audience how you feel about superheroes. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I don't. I don't really like superheroes that much. I mean, as a kid, I used to have this amazing Supergirl uh, costume that I would put on <laughs> and then get on my scooter, and so my 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 cape would like go in the wind. And I always awesome. wanted to be Supergirl myself, but I never liked to watch any superhero story or anything like sure. that. I wasn't really into it. I just thought it was it was always cheesy, disappointing. And when it comes to <laughs> Marvel. I uh-huh. absolutely Katie, despise. what's your favorite Marvel movie? I fucking despise all Marvel. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh. Um, um, what's, what's oh, the, what, yeah. X-Men. I like, I like X-Men <laughs> because I love tragedy and pain. And so they always have a nice little bit of that mixed in. They, they <laughs> so, are, they, they've always been the most melodramatic. Yes. And so I enjoy them because it's like, it's something that's really nice. They're like, hi, we come from the most painful past that you can think of, but let's be our mm-hmm. own family. And I'm like, I know. That's great. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyway, but, yeah so- but also, yeah, but similarly, just not a fan of superhero comics at all. Yeah, no, not not okay. really. That's why I never got into graphic novels or anything like that, because no, I, I was yeah, never like. Well, welcome to a whole anything. new world, Katie. Yeah, well- thanks. I felt like I felt like. It was, I don't, mm, all right, I'm going to try to describe this feeling real As quick. always, we have lists for you. Oh, <laughs> yes, please share them. Um, I, it's felt like I was becoming part of something when I was reading this, is the best and weirdest way to put it. But it's uh-huh. like, I don't really know how to describe it. It's like, it gives you this, like, it's, it's not like other fiction in the sense of, um, like, falling into a story and just kind of becoming part of that and you're like kind of forget your own world like it's because you're falling into such a a different type of world with superheroes and righteousness and they ask a lot of like real life serious questions but are able to like have like a whole other adventure that we can't have here i understand more so the dream like like dreamlike state of mind when you're reading this and you really get into all the superheroes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That was a really weird way to put it. Yeah. Does that make no, sense? No, that's a great way to, to put them, like to, to describe reading a graphic novel, especially if you're one of your first ones. Mm-hmm. Very accurate. Yeah. That's interesting. <clears throat> um, also, uh, no, Katie, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of with you because as much as I have read comics, we've done comics in the past on slow readers. Uh, yeah, no, I'm also not like a huge fan of superhero comics either. Uh, I'm the only yeah, one. Yeah, I think Gabriel's the only uh, uh, comic, like the real, like you've read superhero comics. Yeah, I, I still while, read right? superhero comics. Yeah. Daniel, why don't why don't you like it that much? 
Uh, not to be. Because Daniel's a goth. Because I'm a goth. I'm too. <laughs> listen, I'm too good for superhero <laughs> stuff. Okay. No. Daniel's only into Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. <laughs> yes, I and, was. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, yeah. No, we all should be. As a kid. Yeah. yeah it was awesome. Aww. It was the coolest thing as a teenager. It's the best. I mean, it's the best. Squee was. Squee was way was better. You know what's also really fun? Filler Bunny. Filler bunnies, everything. Yeah, that was great. But um, no, uh, no, I I don't. I never really got into the 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 superhero comics. It's the the writing and the style of the stories and yeah, it's, it's like bit, you could always bit... predict, and that's what I always hate. I I think that's why I can't stand like any Marvel or or anything like this is because I feel like I can always predict what's going to happen and what's happening, and that is my biggest pet peeve when I watch or read anything. Mm-hmm. If I predict something, I'm like, I'm turned off. This is it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah, yeah. Let's actually we can actually turn that into like a poignant reference towards Watchmen itself. Because yes, Watchmen is very much like a. Would you, Gabriel? Would you call this like a meta comic at all? Like yeah, a meta- it was a, me- it's a meta comic. It's, it's it's like it's, it's not necessarily meta fiction, but it's no, more, but yeah. it's like one of the most like subversive works of like of comics fiction there ever was. Yes, it, and, and there's a lot of elements of meta fiction in this, um, considering that there's text about the story within the text, the, within the world. Yeah, yeah, and they were already based on DC Comics characters they had acquired from Charlton. Yes, oh, that's, really? that's that's the important yes. thing. Yes, these are these characters here are all based on characters that DC Comics bought out from another company. However. Oh. I just I just want to point out because in that case I always thought like well yeah Doctor Manhattan is kind of like loosely based on the idea of Superman, mm. uh, Rorschach is based on the idea of Batman. Mm. Apparently that's not the case. There are yeah. actual people who like look just like these guys or whatever. yeah, pretty much. Yeah, who, Gabriel, do you know their so, name? So yeah, of names? course, of course I know. Okay. Um, Doctor Manhattan is based on Captain Adam. That guy was awesome. Um, uh, let's see, um, Night Owl is based on Blue Beetle. I have a tattoo of the Blue Beetle on my arm. Oh cool. Um, I have uh, Rorschach's based on the Question. Um, uh, that see. one I know. Yeah, yeah, I love the question. That's a great <laughs> fucking superhero. Um, Silk Spectre's based on Nightshade, I believe her name is. Hmm. And um, uh, um, Comedian is based on The Peacemaker. Okay. Yeah. These were all characters from a defunct comic company that, like, like DC is like, we'll take them. Yeah, I was going to say, none, none of them, they're not exactly, they're not A players. No. I mean, even, like, like, the, the most popular players. ones are, like, like Captain Adam and um, Blue uh, Beetle, Blue Beetle okay. and, um, and The Question because they all featured heavily in, like, Justice League Unlimited, the cartoon. And the 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 funny thing is that like I know Blue Beetle just because I know you like Blue Beetle. Yes. I actually don't know what Blue Beetle is. He's because, awesome. Like, not, he's Dan not, Driver, but not okay. lame. He's a, oh, he's not lame? No, he's awesome. He's he's <laughs> awesomely lame. lame. Okay, awesomely lame. No, <laughs> I say he's not lame. He's cool. No, well, no, he's cool. Like I think he's cool because he's okay. kind of a loser. Okay, but um, cool. not like Dan Drybrink's a depressing loser. <laughs> um, Blue Beetle, Ted Cord is a cool, is like a fun, lighthearted loser. Like a Spider Man or something. Like, like Booster that? Gold. Yeah, I also him. don't know Booster Gold. Booster Gold, yeah. Let's not go in that okay. uh, that hole. Uh, and I only know the question because uh, a very Katie, I highly yes. recommend this. A very, 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 very good comic series. Mm-hmm. I can't recommend this enough. In fact, maybe at some, I feel like at some point we should do this for as uh, slow readers. Um, Gotham Central. Oh yeah, uh, hey. amazing. Who, who kind of leads to like a very small thing? Gotham Central is the story of like the Gotham City Police Department, uh, just focused on the cops living in the uh, world of Batman. Um, Batman is in is like makes appearances, but is not a central character. Like everything is about like living in the Batman world. But it's, it's... like the Wire, but if Batman, <laughs> Batman's okay. Omar. It is. It is great. In fact, um, uh, Katie, uh, mm-hmm. well, have you seen uh, the Dark Knight? Then no, not yet. <laughs> you, haven't okay. seen, you haven't even seen that one. That, I'm uh, garbage. Be, be... No, I haven't seen the only <laughs> any kind of Gotham film I've seen is okay. the Joker. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, that's only yeah. one. Oh man, I need to I, like I need describe... to go watch all the Dark Knight and all of, all those. I, I like just yeah, just watch the Dark Knight. That's the only one you have to. Watch. I like how you okay, cool, I like describe that I like as him. the the only Gotham <laughs> the only Gotham movie you've seen is the Joker. Yeah, yeah. I, I call it Batman. Yeah, but um, no, speaking of which, no, it's it'll be very interesting. Also, I'm curious about your opinion on how Joker the movie Joker would change after seeing uh, some of those. But um. For uh, speaking to the listeners, then, uh, like the central kind of uh, the thing that happens in that in the plot where the Joker kind of like allows himself to be kidnapped and then breaks out of prison came from uh, the one story in Gotham Central. And it is mm-hmm. like, I, again, I'm not a comics reader, but like in that story, it's a very like grounded, realistic depiction so of all amazing. these. And like this again, this is before Dark Knight. Joker's like legitimately terrifying. Yeah. Like just because he, yeah. he's a murderer he's i mean a, he's a loose he, he's cannon a t- serial killer he's yeah. a he's a fucking maniac like it's really it's like legitimately it's the scariest really good, i've yeah. ever seen him in comics yeah um anyway cool yeah. anyway so i'll check it out so that uh we're talking about gotham central that's yeah. it right um i think we're running a little bit long yeah. um let's go on break and we'll play a fucking game yes and then when we come back from the game we'll go into our final real thoughts on Watchmen. yes the comic yes comic uh, go to break gabriel let's fly Hi everyone, dear listener Hi. readers. I'm still Gabe. Two slow still... readers, damn it. Sorry, I was <laughs> uh, two slow readers, and and I'm Daniel. <laughs> yeah, welcome back to Slow Readers, everyone. This and also Watchmen on the Clock and Watchmen on the Clock TikTok. TikTok TikTok TikTok. You like how my brain like really delayed that? Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna blame it on the connection. No, leaving it in. Uh, okay, so you have a game for us, Daniel, or I, a creative exercise. I, I have, yeah. It's not a, it's technically this is the game section, but it's not a game. It's more of a creative exercise, and I'm very curious how this is gonna go. Um, I was introduced to this a couple days ago by a neighbor, uh, and this is a little thing called Closet. 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 Or you know, it's like a foreigner saying closet. It's Closet. Closet. That's a French. It's French for closet. Oh, le closet. Um. Okay. Oh, so. <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> My mouth freaked what? out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Just keep going. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't know you did that. <laughs> you uh, <laughs> But no. This. Uh, okay. So closet is basically like a storytelling slash creative kind of exercise. Closet is an acronym. Uh, each of the letters corresponds to a different kind of a- uh, some of these things, such as uh, the C is for character, yes. L is for location. O is object. For some reason, that's hyphenated in this thing I'm reading, which doesn't make any fucking sense. dash eject. S is situation. No, for some reason, it's like object slash situation. Don't fucking do that. All right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> A is action and T is theme. So, you guys. Uh, now you got uh, Everybody has a pen and paper. Uh, play along gonna, at home if you can. We're gonna not yeah, while you're driving. Play along. It's a bit like uh, it's a bit of like a free association, like spontaneous creation. Whatnot. It's like jazz. We're basically I'm it's gonna like ah! go gave him screaming. That was so <laughs> funny. Thank you. My goodness. Ah, that was. We so are looking funny. forward to the editing you. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, it's like jazz. <laughs> it was out of nowhere. All right. I'm Someone, sorry. It's in there. You're high Keep again. <laughs> yeah, I am. You caught me. You're high on comics. That's <laughs> correct. Superior stuff. All right. But uh, no, no. Uh, so this, yeah, it's like a free association thing and whatnot. We're basically on the spot. You can make certain things. Like for example, uh, Gabriel, 
I think you're going to go first, right? Okay. All right. Well, are we creating a composite or are we making our own? No, you make your own. Okay. Yeah. Because just because I'm, cur- I'm curious what each of us will do when we do this live. Okay. <laughs> I was just for, we're just making an example right now. Yes. Okay. You're setting an example. Okay. Also take your turn. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or do you want to do, actually, do you want to do a test? No, sure. Let's go. Let's go for it. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. We're going for it. This is a thing called Closat. 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 Yeah. Nice, we all did one. It worked out very well. <laughs> It's hard to do some of these without like physical kind of like gestures and right. sure. So I'm Gabriel. Yes. What was that? What? I what? said I'm using physical gestures. Because uh, okay. anytime I speak, my hands move like wild. Yeah, you're constantly <laughs> flipping us off. Yeah, you're right. You got me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right, Gabriel. Yeah. So first, C for character. Okay. Gabriel, create a name. And create a brief description of that character, including any interesting fair physical characteristics, and also perhaps like their job or what they do. Should I say this out loud to you right now? Yeah, say it out loud. Okay, um, uh, I'll pull something out of my butt. Um, my character's name is um Dudley Dill. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll write it down for you. Actually. Sure. What other questions? <clears throat> uh, basically, like, like what do, what does Dudley Dill do? Okay, Dudley Dill um is um he's an actuary. Um, he's slightly balding. But he has a warm smile like a fresh-baked cookie. Um, he doesn't like being an actuary. What he'd really rather be doing is being a Twitch streamer. He's obsessed with the classic uh, SNES game, Mickey Mouse's Magical Mystery. Okay, I, I can be honest. You're going, you're going a bit far here. Because okay. some of these things might fill in some of the other ones. Okay, sure. Uh, but very good. So, so far, I wrote down Dudley Dill, an actuary. Uh, he's balding, but smiles like a cookie, I wrote. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Solid. Also, uh, remind me, actuary, what does that mean? Um, I'm not sure. Let <laughs> <laughs> me look it up what? quick. Katie, do you know what an actuary is? No, I was going to ask you what kind of No, no, we got to do this now because you don't know what it is. So whatever okay, it shit. is, he's going to be that. Right? I'm guessing he's some second? kind of accountant. No, no, he's going to be an actuary. Okay. <laughs> actuary. I hope I spelled that right. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Actuary. Spelling. Uh, a clerk. A person oh. <laughs> A person who calculates insurance and annuity premiums, reserves, okay. and dividends. Well, All right, great. I yeah. not say. All right. So okay, so he's an actor. He's that. Maybe uh, he dreams of being a Twitch. D- uh, let, let's say that. I think it might fit okay. on the other thing. So sure. again, L for closet means location. Gabriel, where is this? Where is Dudley Dill located? Dudley Dill is located in um, uh, Detroit, Michigan. Ooh. Detroit. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's good. Does Thank he live you. in like an apart, like a nice apartment, a shitty apartment, like a rough side of he town? He lives or? in a nice, mild apartment, very mellow, third floor. Um, only windows face a brick wall, but oh, he's made yeah. the best he could of it. There's a lot of plants in his apartment. Not Cute. good for plants if it's windows facing. No, a brick wall. poor Dudley. Yeah, I know. Maybe they're the uh, they're uh, those plastic ones. <laughs> fake plants? Yes. <laughs> yeah, what are those called? They're 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 IKEA fake plants. No, there's a name for them. Fake plastic. What are they? What are they? That's not Toy- it. <laughs> now I'm just gonna drive us all crazy. I'll yeah, figure it okay. out. Okay. All right, Katie. Katie, you'll, you'll have a turn after me, I believe. Yes. You. Hey. You. You get to. You get to create your fake plant uh, on your turn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna stop writing for you. Gabriel. Yep. Okay. O is object. What is an object that this person carries around, or kind of like identifies with, or perhaps kind of they're focused on at this particular point in their life? Um, Dudley Dill, um, well, he really wants to be a Twitch streamer, so he, um, uh, he has a, uh, a stuffed Togepi 
um, that he it's, um, it's on his keychain. Yeah, it's a Pokemon. Okay. It's the one that Misty carried around a lot back in the early days. Toga. Wait, what? Togepi. Misty carried Topagi? around. Topagi. Didn't Misty carry around a um? I don't remember. No, he was a little egg guy. I go Togepi. The one with like the characters drawn on the sides. Yeah. No, wasn't that like um like a later Pokemon? Yeah, it's Togepi. Yeah, but it wasn't like the original 150. No. Right? Okay. Well, it wasn't. Like, was Misty around then? All right. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Togepi. Yes. <laughs> this he show a togepi. is now about Pokemon and how Correct. I don't know it anymore. Uh-huh. All right. So he carries around a stuffed Togepi on a keychain? Yeah, on a keychain. Okay. Um, he got it from his mom, who taught him to love Pokemon. Okay. From Pokemon loving mom. Yes. <laughs> okay. Poke loving mom. Let me just write that down. That's very important. Very important. Thank you. important things. All right. Moving on. S. Very important. S stands for situation. Okay. Uh More like a situation. Basically, yes. Uh what about this item do they need to basically solve a situ a situation that they're into? Like there is a situation that they're in that they're basically that doesn't necessarily need to directly relate to the object and their location and whatnot, but it kind of like ties everything together. What is the situation that this person is in that they need to get out of? Oh, um, I guess he doesn't like being an actuary. So he yeah, hates Oh uh, yeah, hates being an actuary. Hates being an actuary. Um, he only did it because his dad wanted him to do it, and he feels like he wants to live up to his mom's um, expectations for him to just be happy by becoming a video game player for fun and okay. profit. Twitch streamer, yes. Yes. Uh, hates Actuary wants to be a Twitch streamer. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Gabriel, action. Okay. What makes them take action? Are they just looking for something? What is it that they need to do? To basically like achieve like the, to solve their thing. What is this thing that this person needs to do to like stop being an actuary, become a Twitch streamer? Oh man, um, it's it's a kind of like the most complex or the next the last year of the complex. Yeah, things. I'm I'm such as like a, I study this thing so often on my so you mean also, it, also it, is it inciting incident or also necessarily like uh, like um, action is basically the way that they're going to solve the solution or like the thing they need to do. Like for example, um, uh, I need to avenge my. Uh, my brother who was killed by a ghost uh, warrior. So I'm going to enter a uh, a tournament. Oh, okay. To to beat the guy. Sure. Right. Like that. Um, that is okay. the action. I'm j- sure. entering the tournament. Uh, sure. The tournament. How about this? Um, he um uh, <laughs> he Mortal decides Kombat. to quit his job to full time apply to every single Twitch streamer contest, um, by subscribing to every single one on all their platforms to try and win a entire Twitch streaming computer setup. Okay. Twitch streaming setup mm-hmm. okay and finally yes theme theme gabriel okay what god i hate the way this is fucking describing this every time i look down <laughs> it doesn't help me it makes me lost okay. gabriel what is like the theme like for example like what is like the message of this guy's story like okay, what, are, um, what are we supposed to garner from the story of dudley dill you gotta catch them all and by that i mean your dreams gotta catch them all aka your dreams. AKA follow your dreams. Yes. Okay. The dreams <laughs> await you. Uh, your dreams. Very good, Gabriel. So, so far, again, I just want to re- re- repeat everything back to you. This is the story of Dudley Dill, an actuary who is balding but has a smile like warm cookies. Or yes. Uh, he is located in Detroit in a pretty decent, like, high end, not like high end, but like well off, like, third floor apartment. 
uh, that is well furnished, nice neighborhood. But the window faces a brick wall, which keeps him from owning plants. So he owns a lot of dying. fake plants. Yes. Um, he owns a stuffed Togepi on a keychain, which is gifted to him from his Pokemon-loving mom, uh-huh. who basically loves video games, and that's where he gets his love for video games sure. from. Uh, his situation is that, again, he hates being an actuary. He hates it. His dream is to become a Twitch streamer, and he realizes that he needs to quit his job uh, he's going to apply himself to a bunch of Twitch streaming contests out there to basically win enough money to basically fund his actual Twitch streaming platform. Correct. And the theme of this is you got to catch them all. Yes. And by M, dreams. Correct. Gabriel, yep. that is how you play. Close up. <laughs> Katie, would you see that movie? Duh. <laughs> Gabe, I'll see Lee. any movie you make. <laughs> be great if she was like no no I don't care about Twitch she's like what's his face in Little Women <laughs> like, that, that movie was bad that story was bad yeah <laughs> like, I would not see it Tracy Lynch you're talented that's not a good story <laughs> do you even like it it was really yeah. gory yeah right. Katie Katie yes. your turn Woo-hoo. the attention is on you yes okay my favorite so close at clear your mind Katie K okay let me meditate are you for ready? 10 minutes are you... and then we're ready to go <laughs> just kidding go are, ahead. are you ready to play Close at. Close at. I am Okay. I don't know what that was. C for close at means character. Yes. What is the name of your character? Amy Figured. What? Amy Figured? figured? Nope, it's staying. Figured. Okay. Figured. Uh, But it's spelled spelled figured. And she says, unfortunately, it's figured. All right. Well, I'll put figured in quotations. But I'm, her, okay. her name sounds like, I don't know what, you're, what the other spelling of it is. Yeah. That said, uh, what does Amy figure do slash give give some uh, specific or more uh, noticeable, what's the way I'm like significant some physical descriptions? To <clears throat> um, she looks like someone who should be a redhead, but is actually a blonde. And so she has all mm. these freckles all over her face, very Irish, except she's very, very light blonde hair. And she has um, these blue-green eyes. I guess, like, yeah, that's not hazel. That's just well, blue-green. Give what? us something that... What does Amy figured Oh, do? is this character-wise? Yes? Yes. Oh, sorry. Um, What does she do? Um, She is an intern at... Uh, a Chicago company. Um, I'm what kind think. of company? Try- yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. First thing that comes to your head. Bank- banking. Banking. Banking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a Wall Street kind of thing. And she- But she's getting, but she's like this super happy, bright energy and everyone's like, blah, 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 right? And so she's okay. getting nowhere because she's like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, ah. But like her goal isn't to be... <laughs> Her goal. Wait, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. She's, she's oh. too happy to be a banker. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in banking basically gets ahead by being grumpy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Katie, I'm, I'm, not, not what she wants yet. Yeah. Want to... oh, okay, no, sorry. Don't get too far ahead. All right, don't worry okay. about it. All right. The Ellen closet is location. You said, okay, she lives in Chicago. Yes. Or she has a job in Chicago. Yes. But however, where's Amy right now? Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) It's generally in the city of Chicago. Well, here's the thing. Right now, me and Gabriel are not in the valley uh, outside of Los Angeles. Yes. Yes. No, wait. No, you continue. What were you saying? 
No, no I was just saying like, example. like, yeah, give yeah, us give an, exa- an example. Yeah. Well, like, for example, right now, me and Gabriel are not in this, the valley and whatnot. We're yeah. not in uh, uh, Burbank. Uh, we're actually, we're, we're in a we're closet. In, we're in a closet in That's our apartments, fair. which is actually She's a in thing. the suburbs of Chicago at her parents' house. Okay. okay. Living in her nice. childhood bedroom because she can't afford anywhere else. Ah. Hey, there we go. Yes. Uh, parents' house, suburbs. Not a very good banker. No. Not a good banker. She's <laughs> but too happy she's to never be. sad. Until really. the climax of the film. Okay. <laughs> um, the O in closet is an object. What is the object that this person, what that uh, Amy figured, carries around? The bow in her hair. Every day there's a different bow. Bow. A different yeah. bow. Different. What about this bow is important to her? Um... She thinks it like represents a lot about her character, because uh, how can anyone mean wear a bow on their head? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean that's lots of lovely ladies out there wear bows on their head, Katie. All right. Well, Jesus okay. <laughs> thinks it gives her power. Okay, aka the the last person I played this with uh, had something, and it's like the Dumbo feather, you know? Sure. Um, thinks uh her power comes from this. Bows. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, my computer fell asleep. S is situation. Katie, yes. where is a- what? What is Amy figured going through? What is what situation does she find herself in that she needs to get out of? Um. Well, she's trying to be financially independent and a real adult because now she's thirty-two and she's still an intern. Um, she's thirty-two. Thirty-two yeah. is still an oh, intern. Boy. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's in yeah. trouble. Right. Uh huh. And so she's like, so Amy, figure like, it out. Oh my god! Exactly. It's like a dark comedy, except. You don't, like, the main character didn't come, like, they did bring it on herself, but, like, also, she's such a hap, like, she just gets walked on all over the time, and that's why she's sure. still a 32-year-old intern. So she's trying to, like, become financially independent, um, and thinks, like, the way to do it, though, is that, like, this, like, big wig bank company, and that's why she keeps, like, interning there, except she's well, never getting higher. Okay. Wait, that's that's. I was gonna say like, okay, okay, uh, financially poor, uh, trying to become a banker. Yeah, some some to yeah. Become a banker. Oh no 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 no! no. Wait wait, she's. What if she was Big a secretary? Like, like she's just trying to be a secretary. Nope, she's an intern. Like... <laughs> well, no 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 no, 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 she's an intern. But what? She's not trying to be a high up exec. She's trying to be like a fucking secretary or something. <laughs> sure. Well, all right. I mean, uh, I don't know. She wants to that, is that, is, wait, wait. Can you can you be like well, financially well, independent the... as a secretary though? I don't think yeah, you can. can. Sure, can of you? you can. Lots of, yeah. Okay, that's the goal then. Yeah. That's the goal. Okay. That's her goal. She wants to be okay. Well, how about this? That's like more or less like the action that she, basically to get out of being financially like like poor. That's a weird way to put it. Um, uh-huh. uh, is that like she's trying to <laughs> that she's trying to be an intern. Uh, well, I think the situation really is that she's too happy to be a banker. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't the, realize like she's one. she's in she's in a place where she doesn't belong, but that's because she doesn't know where she belongs yet. Okay. Yeah, she uh, hasn't found herself. Yes. That's the situation. Yes. Hasn't found herself. Like she thinks she knows herself, so she thinks this is the way to go. Be just because she's like everyone needs a ray of sunshine and this blah blah blah. Uh-huh. So really, she should like fucking interns. like uh-huh. open a baking shop or something. I don't know. Sure. Well, something that's this? not where she is. The, the next thing is the action. Like, is the whole idea like how about this? You're kind of layering on like the the situations and the action because I was thinking. So is the action the fact that she's has the job as an intern to become a secretary at a bank so that she can finally afford her own, 
or is it to stop being to stop trying to be an intern at a bank where she's not where she's too happy to be at? Uh, she's not wh- unhappy. She's just like shit. I can't keep living at my parents' house, kind of thing. They really want me to get out, so I think I should do that. So well, it's like she's like trying to be a real adult, and she knows that the way to do that is to like be like a secretary. And so to be a secretary. Yeah. Um, and how is she going to do that? Um. She doesn't. That's the tea. She gets completely fired as an intern when somebody. <laughs> right, now we're back to situation. Oh no! Ah, <laughs> uh, my brain mixes yeah, these to, up. She needs to make oh. an active action, Katie. Yes. Active well, action. Because so far, okay, so far her situation oh, is that oh. she's poor. Yes. She has to like uh uh be this um oh what's the word assistant as like at like someone like says all right like today like you got to be assistant to this guy. But this guy's like kind of like ah, I want to quit anyway. So she follows him. She is her his assistant for the day, and he like goes on like this little like day adventure. And he's like, "What are you even doing around here anyway?" And so he kind of like opens up like the whole like, "Hmm, maybe I shouldn't be here." So the yeah, she has a, she has a baby's day assistant. out. What? She has a big baby's day out. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she assistant to a poor uh jobless man yeah jobless man oh no not jobless he works with the bank sorry well yeah but he's (laughs) he doesn't work there anymore though right i guess not i guess i thought no i thought i thought you said he's just a dude he's an exec dude and he comes in for the the day and okay she is his assistant for the day okay and he's like yo like wake up this is the real world all right, well, I'm keeping that as your action, all right? Okay. Now, going to the end of Closet is theme. <gasps> what is the theme? What do we learn from Amy Figured's story? <laughs> oh. Um, power of identity and, um, like, putting yourself in a situation where you thrive. So, like, a fish, a fish can't ride a bike kind of thing, but a fish can swim. So put that into so, a, a is that words. a saying? <laughs> know your place, fool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> know your place, peasant. Peasant. In the world. Okay. So. Well, this is going to be confusing. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the... I didn't write down a lot. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is the story of Amy Figured, a fake blonde woman with freckles who is clearly a redhead. Uh, she's a th- She's 32. Uh, this takes place in Chicago. However, she works in Chicago. However, she lives in her parents' house, which is in the suburbs of Chicago, and she's also basically still in her childhood bedroom. Um, she she carries around bows that basically she believes gives her more confidence in her workplace because her situation is that she's an intern at a banking at a banking place where apparently uh, to thrive there you need to be a grumpy nihilist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's too happy. She's too peppy. She comes there with her bows expecting to be rewarded for being presentable and saying, hey, listen to me, but they don't give her anything like that. So basically she's in a position to lose the internship and go back to square one and be a 33-year-old still living in her childhood bedroom. <laughs> Um, the action is that she basically gets a job working as an assistant to an executive at the man at, at the bank who basically gives her a, a, a ride about the town in which like they both learn their kind of places in the world, including what they can, what a, an extremely wealthy bank executive and a, a, a poor kind of like 
I would say aging. It's a weird way, but like you know, like yeah, like a like a thirty something year old who doesn't really know her place in the world can learn from each other. And the theme of this: find your place in the world. Katie, she was supposed to take off her bow and learn how to take charge. I was going to say she takes off her bow in the end and quits and does her own thing, but I didn't That's, get there because I got, got confused anyway. with the definition yeah. of <laughs> action and situation. That is that is kind of like the, the, the way that story would end is that she takes off the bow or she finds a place where her bow's fit in. Well, okay, yes. Well, I, I was going to hey, say she puts know. the bow on her backpack instead because I don't want her to lose it because it's part of her identity, oh, but like yeah. it's going from sure. this childlike frame of mind to like oh she a starts more... a business where she makes bows yeah <gasps> oh that's a good letter that's, that's actually it. a fun one that's the that's the team Oof. and that woman on. was amy polar <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody that's how you play close at close at close at, close at bag right up yeah, all right baby. good job you two that was really <laughs> fantastic that's that was how a hoot. You, that's how you do a, a close at a thing i learned a couple of days ago mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun kind of exhausting yeah <laughs> um but I tell you what, we need to go on break. We've uh-huh. been going, we're going a little long, but we have a couple of little things to do before we wrap yes, up the show. Indeed. Gabriel, can you throw us a break, please? Sure can, Hoss. Welcome back. Hello, everyone. Dear Hello. listener readers, also all you TikTokers out there, yeah. to both slow readers and also Watchmen on the clock. On the clock, Watchmen. Watchmen. A show th- a show that is physically exhausting at this it point. It is indeed. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So oh, yeah, had by all. <laughs> this 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 is the part of the show where we do wild speculations. No, I'm kidding. Um, no. Where we do this little thing called final thoughts. Final thoughts, everyone. Oh, uh, Gabriel, peaceful. let's yeah. get a cup of tea with our final <laughs> thoughts. Gabriel, Gabriel. Hey, wasted dude. Katie's been buying from Alan Moore, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) His his books? Yeah, his books. No, no, he shouldn't buy it. It was magically gifted to her. Oh, that's correct. It uh, it appeared in her uh, 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 place through like uh, thermodynamics. What is that noise? Is that a bag of chips or something? You're blowing your nose over there. Katie. What? (laughs) What? Oh, I, I tried to cover the mic when I sipped my water so you didn't hear my obnoxious water. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But my hair, but my hair oh. was there instead, so you just heard like the nice little oh, like, Lord. Oh, all right. my hair. <laughs> okay. I ruined it all. I'm going to take good. another sip. You're going to hear it. Good story. Okay. Good story, bro. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff, guy. <laughs> all right. So, Gabriel, I was going to say is that, no, um, I don't know. You did, probably didn't get to say much about like in the first thing about like Watchmen comic. No, uh, it's it's kind of a weird thing, Gabriel. Especially because I don't want to go to like hazy memories and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, um, how was it like? What was the last time you've read Watchmen before now? Uh, probably last year. Probably last year. You know, I just had a copy always laying around like by my bedside, so I just like pick it up and just like page through it, that kind of thing. All right. So yeah, it's something that you kind of just like pick up every year and just yeah. kind of go through. Mm-hmm. All right. What's it like? Have you did you actually like read this like beginning through end this time? No, I did not actually. Oh. I kind of read about halfway through. Oh. Yeah, I'm busy. So you know, so did I. Um, I actually read all the stuff that I usually skip over. No, you did. Good for you. I did. I did talk about that. Yeah, Daniel I... always skipped. Well, you know, you tell Bob. I don't. I'm yeah, not telling. Well, Okay, so also it's kind of like um no no you know not my turn yet Gabriel okay um I'm tired of talking sure go on <laughs> Gabriel so like yeah no tell us about like did you, did you garner anything from kind of like kind of reading this begin not beginning through end but beginning through halfway no not really it's it's the same old it's yeah, the same, this same old thing Bullshit. I just I notice something Yo, different sucks. every time yeah. I just always read it you know I, I every time I've re- reread it I've read it slower and 
slower and I like to like take my time and notice every single little detail because mm-hmm. Dave Gibbons, who we ignored completely, doesn't, does doesn't matter. He doesn't does a matter. Phenomenal <laughs> job in this comic. It's it's unreal. The amount of detail, like the paneling, everything about it's gorgeous. You know, I'm very curious what it what that working relationship is like because I don't remember if it was this or one of the other projects. It might have, I think it was actually Dave Gibbons talking where. Uh, an Alan Moore script, because if you can imagine like a physical somewhere between like a physical kind of like loose skeleton of what, what the panels on a page, mm-hmm. a comics page would look like, as well as like like a movie script, essentially like a comic script is like somewhere in between there yeah. kind of flipping flopping. Um, an Alan Moore script is prose. Yes. Thick blocks with... in the in the, what's it called in the legacy mm-hmm. Watchmen collection, which mm-hmm. you gave me for Christmas one year. Hey, um, uh, there's um, excerpts in it that show that Alan Moore's pages are thick massive blocks of text Mm -hmm. and dave gibbons really just had to parse out and figure out what to do with all this information what is um the nine panels was his idea by the way it was gibbons's idea yeah okay yeah that's what i want to get at because um yeah again like it is essentially the script for this is a book uh (laughs) and like i i was i thought alan moore kind of like had things like underlined or something like that that Mm -hmm. where it's supposed to be like those like that's the drawing yeah, uh-huh. this thing do that. No, nope, just find the way every um, time. But instead, no, because like Gibbons had like a lot of like free reign about the the illustrations and and yeah, a, as you said, Gabriel. And uh, also, I want to hear what you feel about this, Katie. Yes. Because um, the illustrations, it's in a, it's a very interesting thing in 1986 to be drawing in this kind of style because there's something very like golden agey comics about it yeah um which is also very different because at the time in the 80s uh i don't know how familiar you are with all these stories and whatnot but you had stories like um uh the dark knight returns and like the other ones uh this one which is like um they're basically like (laughs) we're basically like before this like before the 80s like batman was essentially like adam west batman like a kind of cartoony like thing for kids uh, Superman was um, essentially well up until up until really like the big like seventies move and whatnot was essentially was like super corny and super hokey. Yeah. Then it kind of got like huge Silver in Hollywood. Um, and then like in the eighties, all of a sudden superheroes got like dark and gritty, and we're talking about like these very adult themes, and they would depict like actual violence, adults, um, violence, yeah, adult sex stuff. Uh-huh. There'd be n- nudity and sex in them. Uh, and essentially, uh, uh, Watchmen is like a <laughs> and alcohol. Always the alcohol. <laughs> and and uh, you know, uh, Watchmen is also one of like the eighties. Like I don't even call that. Like the is there a name for that kind of like that kind of like like we're including violence and like mature themes and like no, the... they just decided at some point. Well, the comics code was long dead, mm-hmm. so they decided to just start doing something darker. You know, it was it was just a convergence, really. No one planned on being like let's start doing some real dark shit. Yeah. They just it just happened to come along at the right time. And it's a uh, the cool. interesting thing is that there's like, a Brat Pack, which is one I didn't really know anything about. Is that an, is that a name of a comic? Yeah, it's a famous oh, comic. Know. Yeah, it's it's famous in like like underground that um. Uh, it's probably super gross. That's why it is. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 pitch black of really really wild art. Mm. Um, uh, Ryan Snyder was a big fan of it. I borrowed his copy and I read it. It's extremely chilly dark. Not yeah, not to get another twenty minute tangent about that, but um, on this show. But uh, no, there's <laughs> there's Tangent like a, <laughs> there's like comics. Speaking of which, by people like Grant Morrison and whatnot, Wait. who are like super like in your face, like offensive and violent. Grant Morrison, and... not so much. More like, like Ennis and uh, who did kick us? Millar. Millar. That's the one I'm thinking about. Yeah. Also a wizard. Yeah, I believe he's that. a Scottish wizard. Sure. All right. 
Um, he had this uh, a very interesting thing, and this is like legitimate. I believe it was Malar. If not, it's one of the other ones. I don't know. Morrison, maybe. Um, but one of them does. Uh, my brother described this to me in great detail because he read about it. And he's a huge fan. Like semen magic, which yeah, basically, about the semen magic. if you can imagine putting those two together, that's what it is. Yeah. But basically, like he does that when like. <laughs> It's so gross. Just talking about it vaguely. Yeah. But like, it, it, it's like he does this thing like every time he has a comma coming out and then it's like, well, I did a, some semen magic and basically uh, all, ever since I did that, all my comics have been successful. And the interviewer is probably like, great. Great. You come wizard. <laughs> Worthwhile uh, tangent, Daniel. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, yes. <laughs> wizards. No, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the big wizard. thing I wanted, to, I wanted to say is that like the illustrations, right? It's a very interesting kind of like throwback style yeah but it's also it also kind of reminds me of mouse where like the entire page as you said gabriel it's like this nine panel setup usually mm-hmm. um there's not as many splash pages but there are splash pages when there are splash pages it, it's it's set for maximum impact yes i uh, like the 35 minutes thing you know the reveal of like the split yeah. at oh the my end God. yeah um but uh and i think that's the fun thing about that is that uh, gabriel have you read v for vendetta i have not oh wow Katie, have you read V for Vendetta? No, I so haven't. So this is the first comic she's read. <laughs> I know. I'm fucking with it. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm sorry. Sad. Uh, uh, but no, V for Vendetta, it's like, it, it kind of, it, it's kind of like a proto version of this kind of style of the visual, the, the comics of this, uh-huh. where um, it's basically like, he, comics were very simple and straightforward for decades, and he was like, I'm going to do something different. I want comics to work in a different way. And he also wanted to work in a more like kind of like a mature style where he's like, all right, V for Dead especially, no splash pages at all. Like it is like they're small panels. They're very mature. There's like um, these aren't like a visceral illustrative quality to the uh-huh. the thing. Like everything like it's kind of like the comic itself. It's not about like action. It's more about like 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 the purpose of the action and like the effects of the action or whatever. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe there, there's like an anticlimacticness to like a lot of like the the physical action in the sure. like when people fight or throw a punch. It's not about like like the like the force of it. It's gotcha. more just like a punch happened. Okay. Uh, there's no sound effects, for example. Okay, that's there's cool. There's no wow. bam, pow. Yeah, so, I knew yeah. that. I got it. But but uh-huh. that's something that kind of carries off from like V for Vendetta and whatnot. I always find really interesting. Or like it's a more mature style. He wanted to get away because until then, and I can't stress enough, uh, listeners. That like yeah, comics were essentially pow, whiz, bam, and everything like that. They had a very specific style, and he got away from that. Sorry, V from Dada carried off in this. Yes, indeed. So, uh, that's a uh, final thoughts, Gabriel. Don't mind. Go on. Your, your turn. <laughs> no, okay, no, no. Uh, uh, okay, but uh, well, Katie. Yeah. Final thoughts with uh, 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 uh Watchmen and whatnot. Uh, how do you? Yeah, how do you feel about? Tell us what you got. <laughs> well, how do you? Well, final thoughts about Watchmen. I really liked it, and I kind of want to, like, I want to rewatch the show now that I understand the entire prequel and where all of the, it's not a prequel, but now that I understand <laughs> the story and where the sequel comes from, um, I'd like to totally rewatch the show and, and see if I can pick more up like you guys did, which hopefully maybe I will, but, um, yeah. You believe in you, Katie. Thank you. I thought it was just really well written. The story was really well told, and I was still, like, surprised at moments, um, mm-hmm. So I always love that. I always think it's something really good when I am surprised. And I don't mean that in an arrogant way. I just mean that in general. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Yeah. 
Yes, do you have is. any interest in like reading any of these other comics? Yeah, I do. I would. I'd be interested. Wait, in the other some. Watchmen comics? Or other I would comics? like to. Um, I'd be interested in like maybe some Batman because hey, I don't know we... anything about Batman or like that. Or, is the X X Men or com- everything's a comic, right? X Men yes. stuff. That's all a comic. I would do that one too. Almost every superhero is a comic. That's yeah. what I Give, thought. Okay. What would What would you recommend, Katie? Read. Oh, she should read Year One. Batman Year One. Great, great starting point. Okay. What's it called Year One? Yes. I think it was called like something else. Yeah, no, some Batman Year One or Batman the Long Halloween. That's a really good one. I think that Ooh. came. I think I think that came out the same year as Watchmen. Oh, probably mm, Year One. Thinks I think I just read. It's either that or Dark Knight. Dark Knight Returns came out the same. Year. I don't know. The Dark Knight. I'd say start of Year One. Yeah, okay. All okay. Right. Thank you. Um, so should we move on to our final segment? Yeah, let's move on to the final segment. Yes. Uh. There's one more thing we like to do, uh, indebted to our old buddy, Shawnee B. Horny. Hey! From the Whip Around podcast. Uh, uh, Gabriel, you actually were just on the show. Yes, indeed. Yes. Uh, so it's a little thing called Hazy Memories. Hazy Memories. By Shawnee B. Hayes, that's his actual name. Yes, indeed. Gabriel, so like, you read this every year. Yes, indeed. Do you have, is, is everything just imprinted in your mind? The whole thing's in there at this point. It's yeah. like it's like Anne of Green Gables now, where mm-hmm. I've consumed it so many times. I don't really have a like a hazy memory. If there's anything from it that occasionally draws my mind. I mean, maybe I think about when I was younger, I thought Wait, about Rorschach a lot more. everybody pause for a second. Especially like, all like, no that one, entire no insane chapter about splitting dogs' heads open. Ugh. But um, uh, um, the, the now, as I get older and older... Yeah. Okay, continue. As I get older and older, um, I get attached more and more significance to those Doctor Manhattan chapters. So that's just really what I what I think about now. Who's your favorite character? Um, Dryberg. Dryberg. Yeah, I love Dryberg. Has it always been Dryberg? It's always been Dryberg. Because again, you're a Blue Beetle guy. So yeah, like, no, yeah. I I like I like Dan Dryberg. He's just this I really fucking... loved him too. Yeah, he's like a wet sack of potatoes who knows how to get it up, metaphorically and literally, <laughs> just in time. <laughs> but you know he's 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 fascinating to me, and I, I I can't wait to talk more about Dryberg. His character change in the movie is actually one of the bigger ones that I'd like to discuss. Oh yeah, because uh, next time when we're doing Watchmen on the Clock, we're gonna yes. be doing the 2009 Zack Snyder movie. Finally, Woo! I can't I wait. And ellipsis. Have Have you seen any bit of the Watchmen movie since you've like first seen? No, it? I watched I it once in theaters, and that was it. I was done. I watched clips of it on YouTube. I mean, and we're gonna watch the extended cut, so that's oh, gonna no. be exciting. Do you, you want to oh, watch shit. like the like the yeah uh, the four hour cut, the the uh, ultimate cut or whatever? Yeah, where it's uh, Katie. So yeah, there's huh. like three versions of the movie. Oh, like that. there's like the theatrical director's cut, which is even longer, and then like the ultimate version, which includes the um the uh, Tales of the Black Freighter yeah comic. And throughout the thing, I can't imagine that. Ryan swore by it, but then he also swore by Batman vs. Superman Extended Edition. Yeah, Ryan had interesting tastes. He really did. Yeah. Daniel, what are your hazy memories? Check out the Whip Around Podcast for all your weird Whip Around Podcast. Yeah. And plus Gabriel's gonna. Yeah. How was your show, by the way? Oh, let's see unplugs. Okay. Uh, my hazy memory, Jesus fuck, um, uh-huh. with this. And again, like, uh, uh, we talked about this on, uh, Gabriel, you talked about this at length in the um, on the Watchmen on the Clock episode. Hey. One of them. Uh, we're basically like, yeah, the great like kind of mic drop moments is I did it 35 minutes ago. Yeah, scene. it's just amazing. Uh, Katie, yes. like, oh, it's so weird since you already know what happened and whatnot. Does like the I did it 35 minutes ago scene, does that like work? I love it. <laughs> okay. I really liked it. I mean, no, it didn't work because I knew what happened. And then you also, I mean, like, not that I forgot. But you also, when I texted you, look at me reading. You're like, by the way, just just don't 
try to forget that that happened, by the way. And I'm like, oh, now this is only on the forefront of my brain, <laughs> but that's okay. Mm-hmm. I liked it, yeah. though, because I like how there was, like, three pictures, I think, afterwards of everyone just oh, stopping yeah. and staring like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good that, That's always been my hazy memory. It's always, like, the one of the most, like, significant things that people usually remember from this. Yeah. Uh, it's it's unreal. It's amazing. It, it is yeah, amazing. Yeah, it was really it's, good. It's a big climactic moment that, like, absolutely sticks its landing. Um, yeah, uh, Sorry, I have like a million questions I want to ask, like about Katie's experience reading this. Uh huh. Like, Do you what... want to edit this episode? Oh man, no, no, no. I'm fine. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Katie. Yeah. Uh, f- uh hazy memories for this. Uh, what is your hazy memory? My hazy memory was um definitely the one I already mentioned at the end when he's like three million people died and you weren't one of them. I think that I will never forget that. I think that's one of the funniest things I've ever read in my life. Katie's favorite thing: abuse. Yep. Yes, abusing your <laughs> lessers. Right. Yeah. Okay. And blue um, penis. So I... Don't forget the blue penis. Blue penis. Blue penis. Blue penis. Right. Happy blue penis. Yeah, yeah, indeed. To everybody. <laughs> uh, Gabriel, I guess that's it for talking about the. the that's all for Watchmen talk. Um, we... Listeners, if you want to hear more about our Watchmen talk, check out Watchmen on the Clock. We had like nine episodes prior, it and we're gonna fun. have one, at least one more yet. Talking about the movie. Yeah, Woo-hoo. at least one more. Yeah. We recorded always, almost always for at least like what four or five weeks, um, on East Coast time between yeah. twelve a.m. and two thirty a.m. So it was uh, late for Katie. Yeah, it was good. You'll catch me at a real good time. It's <laughs> good. It's good. Yeah. You caught the best of me. <clears throat> Gabriel, yeah. uh, for slow for the part of the show that's slow readers, do we have anything picked necessarily for next week? We do not. I don't think so. Actually, we haven't thought about it. You also just came back from the uh, you know trip. Yeah, I'm. Uh, so, let's um, see. I'm, let's, we'll figure it out. We're back out. to short. Let's do a short story. Then after that, some uh, in cold blood by Truman Capote. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure something cool. out. Um, just keep in mind we're going to be doing yeah in cold blood Truman Capote part of Stranded. Stranded. I was supposed to read in cold blood <laughs> in high school, but you did it. I didn't, but I I know about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, you can just see I that passed. movie, the black and white one. Hey. Okay. Uh, uh, that's uh, there's nothing else to do except plugs. Katie and Komet's part of Woo! Watchmen on the Clock. Yeah, Again, me, like baby. we don't have to plug it. This is also part of Watchmen on the Clock. If you don't know what Watchmen on the Clock is, go ahead, check it out. Anywhere we got podcasts. Listen to every single episode, including this one and the next week where we're going to talk about the, the fucking Zack Snyder movie. Big old movie. Katie, is there yes. anything that... Where can people find you? Oh, guys, you should know where to find me by now. It's where all the <laughs> kids are these days that I keep learning about, actually. On um, TikTok? What? Oh no, dear God, I would never. That's sickening. <laughs> you're right, though. In the context of what I just said, you're absolutely correct. Um, but no one go on TikTok. Do yourself a favor. Don't do it. Um, <laughs> but you can catch me on Instagram. Look me up at Katie Kmetz. Give me a follow. Check out my life in pictures and Visco. And maybe I'll post one or two things about my upcoming short films that I will hopefully put hey. on the internet soon. Yeah, hey. baby. <laughs> cool. Take- yeah. It- Gabriel. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't done it already, please check out Self-Evident Asian American Stories. It is a Asian American documentary podcast. Um, I produced episode number three, the talk we're supposed to have. I'm very proud of it. It's featured in AV Club, so that's pretty toy. Um, uh, yeah, please check that out. Um, I guested on the Whip Around podcast, as we just said. Um, uh, every Wednesday, the Whip Around drops some of the illicitest weird news on the internet. Um, we talked about gin a lot, and it was a really good time. Nice. Um, uh, so please give them a listen. I'll be on there this coming Wednesday. Um, and then follow me on Instagram at read.richards. Read like reading a book. Daniel. Jen is in the alcoholic drink, not the uh, Middle Eastern mythological character.
from, creature from which one Jin. oh yeah <laughs> i was thinking like Jin from like tekken sorry go tekken. on right. uh, <laughs> he's a mythological warrior is there an actual character named Jin? yeah Jin okay. kazama i know nothing about son tekken. of kazuya and grandson of um Hihachi. the one game had gone i love gone yeah that's the right one that's three yay uh, uh nothing else to say except uh follow me on instagram at slow readers instagram i'm sorry uh twitter <laughs> at top gallant radio but also you can buy my fiction anywhere you get your ebooks and physical copies on Amazon, A Cook in the Kingdom, and The Shadow from the Deep. Yeah. Then yeah. Gonzalez Fiction on Facebook. Hell yeah. Fiction, baby. K- Katie, the part of us that is Slow Readers, thanks you again for guesting on Slow oh, Readers. Yeah, I love coming on here. Oh, thanks for having me again. Please make me read more. <laughs> you're in college. I know. Yeah, should you be reading every like, day? You're sick of no. Reading. Come on. No. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll have to tell you this. From everybody from Slow Readers and Watchmen on the Clock, Katie, send us off. Good night, everybody. Sleep tight. Dream safe. I meant to say drive safe, but dream safe. Game <laughs> dream safe, instead. everybody. Dream safe, everyone. Dream safe, baby. That's We're how off the ends. clock tonight. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Blam. This has been a Top Gallant Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabriel Mara. For more shows and information, go to topgallantradio.com. Radio.com.